Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is going on, Thunder fans? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. What's up, Thunder fans? Yeah. We're very happy right now. This this is Stephen Dolan, um, aka at Steve Thunderfan on Twitter. That's that's me restarting my counter on consecutive podcasts, remembering to introduce myself after forgetting in the Brett Dawson podcast. So Woo-hoo! starting that counter over again. Yeah. I'm joined in from a car in the garage by Dylan Hunsinger <laughs> at Thunder Chat. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, my head feels like a hot air balloon. Allergy season hit me like a truck. I'm sunburned on my forearms and my neck, but I'm freaking excited about what just transpired in the Oklahoma City Thunder game. So <laughs> excited. I'm also joined from just his normal chair by Matt Tierney. <laughs> normal chair, my normal desk. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna lie, I uh was <coughs> like I was actually in bed in the third quarter just listening to the game and I had to get back out of bed and turn the game back on and watch it. And I'm so glad I did. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so glad you did too. Um, I was, I, I don't know, a little behind the scenes stuff. I'm, I was actually the person assigned this game in, in the, in the team. And I wasn't able to start it actually until like right at the start of the second half. Luckily it was on uh, TNT so I was able to fast forward commercials, which is very helpful. But as I'm watching, like even before I started watching, I was following the play by play on my phone, like just watching each and every play happen before I started watching the game. And <laughs> imagine my excitement when I was about halfway through the third quarter and halfway through the fourth quarter was starting. <laughs> it was a very exciting time for me to like be like, oh, yeah, this is about to get good. <laughs> I know easy what's to be going positive. to happen. Yeah, easy easy to be positive when you can see the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the future that we're talking about is the Thunder just beat the Houston Rockets 112 to 111 in OKC. Oh, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, we're going to talk oh, about that game. Heck yeah. Uh, I don't think it's any kind of exaggeration to say that this was the biggest regular season game of the season across the NBA when you take all the standings implications into, into account. Uh, 
the Thunder wanted this one. Houston absolutely wanted this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked for a long time like Houston was going to get this game, but we've seen we've seen that kind of game between the Rockets and the Thunder before, where the they it looks like it's a it looks like the Thunder are dead to rights, and then they just come through. So we're going to go through it a little bit. Um, <coughs> let's hook up the TiVo. The Thunder actually got off to a great start, uh, jumping out to an 11-8 lead, uh, playing aggressive defense. And then the Rockets started making threes. <laughs> Lots. We had a Gordon three, a Chris Paul three, a James Harden three, a Gordon three. And all of a sudden, the Thunder were trailing like pretty significantly. Ironically, the Thunder were actually doing a really good job on James Harden to start the game. Ooh. And then all of a sudden, he got fouled on a three-pointer by Nerlens. He got fouled on a two. He made a three. And all of a sudden, he had 14 points in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and I thought um, for our, for the Thunder side of the ball especially, um, it seemed like the only bit of offense we could really get going was that of Mr. Terrence Ferguson, Ooh. who uh, ah. really, really got out of the gates running. So uh, more of that, please, Terrence. Yeah, when did when did Terrence just like start finishing at the rim now? Like that's just a new thing that started happening. There was like two or three different occasions where he like actually drove because we used to see it where he'd like drive, but he'd either kick out or just like bail and like turn around or something. And he finished and he like got an and one. And he got a couple other nice shots. So like I think uh, Antonio Daniel said this at halftime. Like it's fun to just watch this guy evolve in front of our eyes because we keep seeing new moves every single week it feels like um but what i was gonna also say on harden's defense um i think we posted this in the topic thunder twitter there was a great play by grant where harden was kind of doing his weird like shake back and forth he was like trying to get him to to bite one way or the other and grant just stood there kind of short choppy steps kept his feet active and he did the step back his length mm-hmm. allowed him to kind of cover the yep. shot and then he just had to pass out of it. And I was like, that is the perfect way to guard Harden. If they could do that every time, he'd only have 35 points and not 50. Yeah, that was a, that was a, I remember the exact play you're talking about. And mm-hmm. what struck me on that and something that I kind of looked for for the rest of the game. And, and this is probably a, a take that smarter people have come up with four years ago. But Harden is jabbing with that left foot at the defender's right foot who which they're leading with right because they're trying to force harden right and mm. harden's just trying to get him to move that right foot and the second you drop that right foot six inches he's hitting that step back like so i i think on that particular possession grant did a really good job just being like i'm not moving this right foot it's nailed to the ground like you feel free yeah. to attack it if you want but you're not going that way and feel free to go the other way like i'm not yeah, yeah. ground on to the right side to, to your left perfect, side. Yeah, it was a perfect video for just any NBA team to how to guard Harden if you can. So that was perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, back back to Ferguson for a second. He had ten points in the first quarter, which was huge. Um, I think I think Paul George also had ten in the first. Uh, yeah. But 
I mean, that 10 was just gigantic. He ended up the game with 16 on 6 for 10, 3 for 6 from 3, which which is excellent. And he, and he shot a free throw. season he, high? I don't know, know that off the top of my head, but I don't believe that to be the case. Yeah, I feel like he's dropped a, a, like a high teens. But it's close. It's, it's, it's within a few points of his season high. Yeah. For sure. Not his career high, though. What did he have, like, 24 that one? 24, game? I guess, Lakers, last? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe season high. It's close to it. <coughs> um, so then we go to the second quarter. And in all capital letters, I wrote the word frustration. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because that's all I felt watching that second quarter. The Thunder continued getting stops, like, stringing together stops even getting consecutive stops and yet within those strings of stops did not score they just they just didn't score for like as they didn't score for as long as the rockets didn't score let's just say that yeah it felt like this quarter the it, it was either both teams were just missing really easy shots or both teams were making ridiculous shots that they probably shouldn't be making mm-hmm. like I felt like Houston did that a lot more than we did, but both both sides did a little bit. Where it would be like a a, a, a kind of like a fadeaway to the to the side. Someone would just yes. jack up a three and it would go in, and it was like, all right, yeah. well, I guess you're gonna you're gonna give that up. But they would just keep making them, and we did too. So I'm not gonna like say sure. be like, yeah, we made some ridiculous shots in this game too. And yeah, but, um, so I mean, I I don't. I didn't really have a lot else to say about that second quarter other than it was very frustrating. Mm-hmm. But you're mentioning fadeaway to the side shots, and I do have something to say in the third quarter about that, which is Gerald Green, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, Gerald oh Green my is, God. He's the best player in the NBA aside from Iman Shumpert, according to uh, Thunder Basketball. <laughs> oh, don't forget Andrew Wiggins. And yeah, those are the top three. So frustrating. Yeah, so frustrating. He he just made some ridiculous shots. And again, I was I was watching this game with a glimpse of the future. So I I wrote down a note where it was like, who was guarding Gerald Green at that point? I, I just I just assumed it was like look at the Russ. box score, like what yeah. is going on? Well, yeah, I was like, he well he made just three threes in a row. So like, who was guarding him? I assumed it would be Russ, like failing to chase him around screens or something and the first one was that so i was like oh no but then the second one was like a ridiculous step back fadeaway over jeremy grant who had him pinned in the corner just an impossible shot and then the second one was equally impossible over and around paul george so i don't yeah i remember that one yeah it was it was bad um and it was so bad that he he kind of laughed and smiled at the camera after he made that third one, he was like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and so that one brought the lead up to 14 after the Thunder had managed to push it all the way down to five with a Paul George and a Terrence Ferguson three. Um, in kind of a recurring theme of, of those middle two quarters, the Thunder, again, were able to get the stops they needed to make a run, make a push. But they couldn't make the shot they needed to really capture the momentum in those moments so like after it got down to five Jeremy Grant missed a wide open corner three on the next possession that just would have been huge and then the very next possession Chris Paul hit a three 
so it's yeah. back to eight. So it's just a big swing, and that just kept happening. That's why the all caps frustration kept getting pushed down the page on my notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it seemed like, you know, anytime we tried to gain any momentum on offense by, you know, whether it's a layup or a jumper or a three or making free throws after getting fouled, it was always freaking Chris Paul coming down and hitting some stupid mm-hmm. three-pointer. And yeah. it was pure, too. It wasn't bouncing around, wasn't hitting the backboard at all. It was straight down the net. No, Chris Paul was really good, and I think when, I think honestly, when he's <laughs> Uh, Dennis Ruder across the court from him. He he starts to salivate a little bit. Yeah, he's not used to seeing somebody his own height, and let alone he also has like fifty pounds on him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think a That's... lot of people salivate when they see Dennis Schroeder on the defensive end. Unfortunately, Schroeder. <laughs> Every yeah, it's not it's not for a lack of trying, but you could you could tell like Dennis he's actually trying to play defense. Like, you know, last he's year trying. you could you could see Carmelo and Anthony, he just didn't give the effort, but like Dennis is trying. He's just you know, he's trying not good. Right, for sure. And <laughs> I asked this on trying. Twitter the other night, but do you guys do you think he's the lightest player in the NBA? Ooh. Stepping on a scale, I I really think he might be because like Isaiah somebody, Thomas, I mean maybe? somebody suggested look maybe Isaiah name. Thomas, but he's pretty stout. He's thick. I yeah. mean I I looked I looked it up and he's like the third lightest, um, and the other wow. two are pretty irrelevant. But <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, and you don't know how much you can trust that even right because like people fudge their height and weight. Yeah. So it's hard to tell, but. Somebody brought up Tyler Eulis, who, yeah, is lighter, but he only played in one NBA game this year. <laughs> Somebody suggested Terrence Ferguson, but he's 6'7", so that's not That dude's right. tall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never but like, know how tall he is until you see him standing next to Jerry in his profile. Yeah, I was about to say, Jerry's <laughs> profile pic. He's like, looks like a midget. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, and, and Dennis Schroeder's probably really like 5'10", or 5'11". And just as skinny as Ferguson. So, like, I think he might be the lightest player in the NBA. So, Chris Paul just, like, looks at that and he's like, uh, I think I might be able to rock this baby. <laughs> the first baby he's ever been able to rock. I'm sure he has children. I don't know. <laughs> oh, geez. He does. <laughs> I bet. I'm sure he does. I'm familiar with his family. But... Man, so yeah, he he just kind of abuses um, Dennis Schroeder for a little bit. I wonder if there's anything else we can do with that. Like maybe try to match Terrence Ferguson's minutes to Chris Paul's mm. or something like that. The same way we do Adams with the other teams like Carl Anthony Towns or something. Yeah, I wonder if that because be something. Like, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to catch up. It was weird because like uh, Schroeder started to close. Um, you know, oh, we'll wait get to the game. Save that, save that. Yeah. Sorry, just kidding. I didn't get, say a word. Shut up. Don't spoil it. I'm just going to cough off Mike so uh, so Jay Grant's <laughs> headband doesn't call me out again. <laughs> so the, the fourth quarter opened up with the Thunder down 13 because at the close of the third, out of desperation, Paul George kind of threw a lob to Raymond Felton. <laughs> he really, yeah. Almost went in. Which was interesting. Yeah, almost went in. But then, who cleaned that up? My guy. I'm Nerlens. My guy. 
My, the, the, the baby boy. Not only did he clean it up, he cleaned it up with purpose and like furiosity and like hated that. You know, it, it was how you know, and he and he came down and he contested Harden on the you know the one second left prayer to, in the third quarter too. So like that effort that Nervous Noel showed on that dunk and that contest. I, I think it was a huge momentum shifter uh, for the Thunder going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, momentum and also just score shifter, right? Like we were down 15 and all of a sudden we're only down 13 and that's that's only a bucket, but it feels like a lot. You know, yeah. it's just like 15's a lot and 13's like, yeah, we can do that. I mean, if you look at it this way, like if Nerlens doesn't make that tip slam, we lose this game. <laughs> That's right. Facts. That's true. I crunched the numbers. Those are the facts. <laughs> Advanced stats. Advanced stats. So Dennis Schroeder hit a three um, to start the fourth that brought the lead down from 11 to 8. And it felt huge at the time. But then, like we said, Chris Paul made a three oh, back. Oh. Yeah. Just made another CP3 one. in his prime. Okay. Here's where it gets good, Thunder fans. It gets good when we're down by nine. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of a theme for this team. So, from the time that the game was 99 to 90, Rockets. The sequence of events is a Russ three. Mm -hmm. And then I have a note that just said, oh, Russ is trying on defense. (laughs) Which was noteworthy. Mostly mostly guarding Chris Paul. We got three stops in a row without scoring. And then Steven Adams caught an oop. And then Paul George made a three. And then Russ made a three. And all of a sudden, that's a 10-0 run. And the Thunder are up one with four and a half minutes left, I think. Something like that. Yeah. And that, and, you know, just to note, that Steven Adams oop was out of a timeout. I think we closed it to yes, six. Sir. And they, they called a timeout. And we came, or no, we called a timeout. Um, we came right out of that timeout, and um, you know that uh, I think PG set a screen for us, and then Stephen Adams was left alone, and we the vintage Rust to Adams oop that we have yearned to see made an appearance, and you know talk about momentum like that had the peak rocking. Yeah, um, a great out of timeout play by Billy Donovan, and you know friend friend of the pod uh, Matt Moore. At Ooh. HP Basketball, has said, so mul- yeah, right. <laughs> he's, he's said multiple times that Billy Donovan actually calls among the most plays of any coach in the NBA. So like he actually kind of has a lot of control on this team Ooh. as far as calling sets and stuff. And that was a really good one. It was kind of a timeout that was like, why did he call a timeout? And it was like, oh, he felt like that was an important moment. We had come back to six, and he was like, we got to get a bucket right here, and we did, and got it down to four. And then the Paul George and Russ threes got us up by one. Yeah, 10-0 run. I just that that was the moment in the game where the Thunder really got back into it. Um, so from there, it kind of went into crunch time. There was an interesting play where Paul George failed to grab a basketball, and then PJ Ooh. Tucker and Paul George were kind of running down the court after it, and PJ Tucker. Uh, I'm not gonna tackled him. Yeah, intentionally oh, tripped well, him. I w- I was looking for a word to say that wasn't tackled, but tackled is what he did. <laughs> he tackled. <laughs> tackled. This is a shoe literally... tackle. This is the kind of tackle you do when the guy's <laughs> yeah. out in front of you and you trip him at the one yard line. <laughs> like, I don't know how uh, you guys fall down. Added. 
I don't know how you guys fall to the ground when you do fall, but I usually don't stick my right leg out at a directly perpendicular with my body. And that's kind of what happened there. So I, us- I usually make a habit out of not tripping no. another person when I fall down, personally. That's, <laughs> well, that's maybe personal opinion, then. He has so, a different opinion. And Paul George actually hit the court pretty hard. Like He, he did. Face, he hit he the court. Nice face mask. He, he hit the court like an eighth grader who doesn't know how to do the worm, <laughs> attempting to do the worm for the first time. Oh, that's so me. I don't think I can describe it any better than that. <laughs> and uh, who who was left standing? Chris Paul, who just got the ball and dropped it in the basket. The luckiest two, for two points play. ever. Yeah, he just happened to be nearby. Yeah, and that you know that play, um, you know, I don't want to steal steal your thunder for what you was about to say, but you know they came down the court. Uh, PJ knocked the ball out of his hands, and it, and it was a jump ball, but PJ. PG jumped at PJ. Wow, that's hard to say. PG jumped at PJ with a lot of ferocity. Like his, I think his shoulder actually went in his head. Um, and then, of course, you know, he stood up, he stood over me, flexed. And, of course, you know, guys don't like it when you flex at them. So that elicited a little bit. But um, earlier, I think in the third quarter, PJ set a pretty hard screen on Paul George, and it was right on his injured shoulder. And, like, uh, yeah. Reggie Miller actually yeah. made the comment about it, and Paul was visibly shook up. And th- I mean, those two was going at it all game long. So, it, it well, I thought that was that breaking point. I thought that was hilarious because then they're in the next timeout, they were like, and he can't lift his arm above his head. And then he came <laughs> out of that timeout and hit a three immediately. Adrenaline, the man. I gotta say, I'm I'm intrigued by this word you keep saying, ferocity. I, I really like it. I do saying it as well. I like I like ferocity, but ferocity is also a good word too. Hey, you know what? Schroeder. I really like. It. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You, that's, you your, that's your that's your Schroeder noun pronunciation. That's your Schroeder of, of your of except your Schroeder his, not except his is good and yours is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the exact same. The exact same thing. <laughs> we'll not have it any other way. Uh, yeah, so Thunder, they got down by four, and this was, I know those middle, I know those middle two quarters were frustrating, but this next possession was the first time where I actually felt like the Thunder were going to lose, like for real, I was like, ah, it's just not our night, man. We were down by four, and Jeremy Grant missed a wide open corner three. That was big. And we got an offensive rebound, or got the ball out of bounds or something and we got another chance and then paul george missed a wide open corner three that was and it was just like oh man yeah man and then i think i I tweeted something here where i was like you know because we might get into this in a bit where the refs there was some questionable calls tonight but at the end of the day we still were in a position to win it with those shots so you know you, you can't really blame anybody but ourselves but you know Spoiler alert, we didn't have to blame anybody. I do feel oh. like for the most part, those questionable calls were like at the end of the second quarter. I felt mm-hmm. like that was a really tough stretch yeah. for the Thunder. Yes. As far as yeah. Calls. They weren't really game determining anyway. Yeah. They were really yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. But still. Um, I mean, I'm, I'll skip a couple plays and since we're on the topic, but there was the one where Dennis Schroeder got... Um, Who? Uh, he, Dennis uh. 
He got uh, an, an armpit clinched by James Harden. Oh, yeah, one of those things. <laughs> yeah, an armpit yeah. clinch. Yeah, yeah, um, James, the James Harden trademark armpit mm-hmm. clinch. And got called for a foul. And he, he was pretty heated after that one. But but they weren't in the bonus. They ended up, they just inbounded the ball again. Like, it didn't end up costing us much. But that was that was the only, like, travesty of a missed call that I can remember, like, down the stretch. Yeah. So, after Grant and Paul George missed those threes, Russ missed a three via an air ball. That was Ooh, yeah. a very, very bad shot. It was, <laughs> it was like fresh on the shot clock and just pulled up, contested, and airballed it. It was awful. So that was bad. And then, and then that foul on Dennis Schroeder happened. And immediately thereafter, Russ had just a terrible turnover where he tried to do fancy passes to Stephen Adams two times yeah. in a row, and the second one ended up as a turnover. Yeah. But you know what Russell Westbrook does when he does that? Which is on the next possession, he hit the most ridiculous three pointer. <laughs> had no business going three in. Three pointer. Had no business going in. He thought he was going to get hit on the wrist. He was like a starfish when he was in the air. Yeah. Like all, all of his limbs were like out. Different <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely. It was a, we'll call it a Patrick, a Patrick three. Oh, <laughs> 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 Dude, with your with your sick voice, you do a perfect Patrick. I appreciate it. Is my is mayonnaise an instrument? Is mayonnaise an instrument? <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm in my parents' car. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't believe you made that, but that's the full Russell Westbrook slash Patrick Star experience <laughs> you get what you pay for and uh, uh we didn't pay anything <laughs> not a cent okay so then we get to crunch time because that put the thunder down by one uh, and then it's the foul game right so james harden made two free throws on the ensuing possession paul george slipped and fell at yeah. inbounds pass and managed to get a timeout before they jumped him up uh, the Thunder kind of switched around their lineup or their their setup for the next inbounds pass, and Russ ended up with a wide open dunk out of that. And we'll talk about that in just a second. We're gonna we have some more to say about that. Um, on the next possession, James Harden missed a free throw. Woo! What? His, his only missed free 12. throw of the game. Yeah. Yes, he was what twelve for twelve. Artist. Missed That's his insane. last free throw. Twelve for thirteen giving the Thunder a chance, down by two. Now, Russ comes down because, of course, he got the uncontested defensive rebound off the second missed free throw, as he does. Yeah. As he does. He dribbles <laughs> down the left sideline, and he was he was at least triple teamed. Yeah. I want to say quadruple teamed. Like, he was quite was heavily teamed. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Grant and Terrence Ferguson were opposite court. He could have flipped it over there. Like that that would that wouldn't have been that would have been a defensible play for him to just flip it over there and be like, "All right, you guys go two on one," you know? Yeah. I, Down by I two. legit thought that they was about to intentionally foul him. Like the way yeah. they were like coming yeah, in so weird. It would have yeah. been really dumb, but it, it looked Very like dumb. It. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think if it hadn't 
let me save that because spoiler alert. But yes. <laughs> so, so he gets kind of trapped. He passes it up to Stephen Adams um, around the same place that Stephen Adams pitched it to him for that Denver game winner. Yep. In his MVP season. Russ sprints by, catches a dribble handoff. Paul George somehow gets wide open in the corner and he kicks it over there. I guess not wide open. He, yeah, he, was, he, was, wide he, open he was wide open when he caught. He was wide open when he caught the pass, but uh, PJ Tucker gave it a great contest, and Paul George just knocked it down from the corner. Moneyball. Just knocked it down. Beautiful. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, hey, this is kind of off topic. Oh wow, off topic. Man, it is off late topic. over here in Kentucky. Um, your topic. <laughs> but um where does that rank on paul george game winners like brooklyn nets philadelphia um the other houston game like Ooh. with the stakes as high as it was is that it's gotta the best be this game winner of the season i think that has to be it's gotta be because it matters like yeah the others were it mattered as he was shooting yeah the other i mean they're all the same in terms of like he won the game so i yeah. mean the only difference and was we that every made... win yeah this win was much bigger, I feel like, than all those. This yeah. happened so early ago. I feel like the Brooklyn and Philadelphia game was years ago. <laughs> yeah. And re- retrospectively, right, like, we know that these all counted for the same. But right. in the moment, that's just a random game in Brooklyn in November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, this this shot mattered. Like, And he knew he mattered when it left his fingers. So, yeah, I think there's no question that this was... His biggest game winner. And it was amazing. Um, J- James Harden came down and he actually got a pretty good look um, for three after after a pump fake. And missed it because he missed that free throw too. Ha. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> free throw merchant ran out of money. And then taking care of business played over the loudspeakers and we all felt happy. And I got a feeling. You always gotta play that at the end. I don't think we uh, we don't play that unless we have a unless dribble we have a, a dribble out possession. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, wow, you can just cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got what you were saying though. Picked up what you were laying down. But uh, yeah, I mean, if unless people had other things to talk about with that, I was gonna bring up some of the officiating because we. On uh, the Topic Thunder Twitter account, we, uh, oh. Blazers just won on a Mo Harkless game-winning three ball. That. Excellent is excellent transition into our other topic of the day. Yeah, we'll just we'll move things around a little bit, and we're going to talk standings right now. And because, not sittings. Because, my goodness, that, that was, that's, that's a gigantic result for the Thunder. Mm-hmm. Just huge. Because the Blazers' remaining game is against the Kings, and he the Thunder's right. remaining game is against the Milwaukee Bucks. Who will be restless? Almost yeah. certainly, yeah. yeah. Like they're they're they've been locked into the one overall across the league seed for a week now. 
Yeah, Imagine if they just decide to like screw us over and start everybody for no reason. It was like, yeah, we don't want you to have the. We want Man, you to play it, with Warriors. If it was the Warriors, I could see it, but I don't. I I can't imagine that they like. Yeah, there's no. Lots of us care. getting to the finals is not worth. You know, just not yeah. worth it. Yeah, it was more. Of, I doubt that's actually going to happen. So but, if if we win that game, and Portland wins their last remaining game against the Kings, who haven't been very good lately. Um, Portland. They've been losing a lot. Then we get Portland in a 3-6 matchup, which is something that we've been talking about on this podcast that I've been tweeting about, like, relentlessly, which as, like, the ideal playoff scenario at this point. At this point. The ideal playoff scenario for the Thunder. Because not only is Portland not really qualified to be the 3-seed in the absence of Nikola Jokic. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah, sorry. The other one that used to play for the Denver. other kid. The other J yeah. weird sounding yeah. name. Kitch. My bad. They're not the team that they were with Nurkic. So I think every team in the playoff kind of is would be Lost targeting them. them. I mean, yeah. Denver has gone out of their way to try to match up with them. They, they, they almost really have. blew it. They almost blew it, and they, they still yeah, could. It's it was a super risky move by them. Yeah. To to throw that game against Portland and then be like, well, we'll win one of our last two and keep the two seed. It was yeah. a very risky move. And if Paul George hadn't made that shot, it would have backfired. Rocket, yeah, they would have they would have been the three. One yeah. shot, and all of a sudden their decision <clears throat> looks smart. Like mm-hmm. super risky move by them. But yeah, I, had, I had Nuggets fans thanking me in my mentions. I'm like, I didn't do anything, but you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So so if. If this all works out, the Thunder get them in a 3-6 matchup with Houston as the four and Golden State as the one who meet oh, up yeah, in in the semifinals. Yeah, Houston and Golden State will meet oh. up in the semifinals with our bracket being, with our path to the Western Conference Finals being Portland and then Denver. Or which, Spurs, if they beat the Spurs. Or, or Spurs. Or Clippers. Clippers, yeah. yeah. Whoever yeah. gets that seven. Yeah. So that's uh that's as good as it gets. And ideal. Things are working out swimmingly. My uh, my coworker who is a diehard Lakers fan, I asked him if, if they would do us a favor and beat the Clippers in the jazz. And he was like, Sure, why not? And then they did. And then I was <laughs> like, But now just like lose to the Blazers, please. And he accomplished that one too. So I uh, sh- shout out to Adam like, Ruby. I will for... see, I will <laughs> see hey, you that guy? win and also raise you one uh, president uh, leaving the organization, Ooh. Magic Johnson. Mm. Oh, hey, yeah. Rob Perez had had a beautiful tweet. He said, "And here come the Lakers." Man, that weed disappeared like magic. Ah, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, that's tough. That's tough. Mad- Magic Johnson quitted. Um, he quitted. Yeah, if, if anybody's very, wondering what we're talking about, quitted very hard. Quitted. Precisely 80 games with LeBron. He was like, I'm weird gonna... decision. Yeah. Weird decision. Mm-hmm. But y'all still think Paul George made the wrong decision? Lakers talk. <laughs> oh, dude, imagine. Yeah, just imagine if Paul George went to LA. The absolute chaos. I bet Magic Johnson wouldn't have quitted. 
That's probably wouldn't true. Have, yeah. <laughs> Do you think Paul George single-handedly destroyed the Lakers um, organization <laughs> by not going? It's just something yeah. to think about. I love okay. him even more. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, that's huge. The Thunder. Um, let's see. If if. Basically, it comes down to like if the Thunder win, we have the six seed. Yes, right. that's guaranteed. Absolutely, the the five seed is now out of reach because Denver mm-hmm. lost to the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, the eight seed is still a possibility if we lose to Milwaukee. Right. It, yeah, it's still a full possibility. So, friend of the that, pod, Brett Brett Dawson tweeted out, "We can get the six seed if we win. If we lose, we get six, seven, or eight, which basically just tells us nothing. We could get anyone based yeah. on how everything falls. So." Yeah, it's but I believe I, I believe that the that getting the getting anything but the eight would require the Spurs losing to the Mavs on the last game of the season. Yeah, which seems very unlikely. Now yeah, the Clippers could home. lose it. Maybe that would hook us up with the seven seed. The Ooh. Clippers have a tough game on the last game of the season. They play the Jazz. Who might be resting people, but maybe so if the if the Jazz beat the Clippers and we lose, I think we get the seven. Okay. But if the Jazz, if the Clippers and the Spurs win and we lose, then we're the eight. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I hope we don't have to talk about any of this and just have the six seed because that, like you said, that would be just <laughs> perfect. And it would just be super excellent if Portland could Portland. go ahead and, and beat the Kings for us. That would just yeah. be outstanding. Because, like we've talked about, I mean, we we would have no business um, having a a playoff outlook as favorable as that. That that just would be something we didn't deserve, but it's something we're still rooting for. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it. So let's flash back to the to the game that we just won a little bit. Um, <laughs> with nine seconds left. With 12 seconds left, after Paul George fell down, the Thunder were down three and ran that out of bounds play, and Russell Westbrook got that dunk. And that was an interesting play, an interesting call decision by Billy Donovan, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, not not just the dunk, but the foul there immediately after. Um, so, you know, you cut the lead to one. And then you stop the clock and you spend, you know, maybe two to three seconds of game clock as opposed to chucking a forced three-pointer that has a lower percentage of going in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the thing that actually made it even more smart is that if there had been seven seconds left at that point, you don't do it because we didn't have a timeout. Yeah. Right. So yeah. he... he decided out of that timeout he's like if you get a dunk for a two take it because then we foul immediately and we're still gonna have like nine seconds which is just an eternity right russ can go the length of the court in four yeah so so nine seconds is like so much time i mean he had time to stop and pause and stop and pause and pass to adams and catch a handoff and kick it to the corner right like that's so much time and and still 1.8 left yeah (laughs) so also, that so, we sh- we kind of overlooked that last play. Harden's three was like a good open. shot. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Was, he got a pump fake. Who was guarding him? Was it was it Ferguson? Ferg? I think it was Ferg. Yeah. So, Ferg so he choked twice. And that was another interesting thing that that we needed to talk about is we mentioned the play where um, Dennis Schroeder got armpit grabbed by Harden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got subbed out immediately after that, which was about three and a half minutes. Yeah. I. I think it's still a re- really interesting thing that he's still going to Schroeder down the stretch of these games when Schroeder's not going to get the ball with Paul George and Russell Westbrook out there. And then we've, we've got him guard Harden when we have Ferguson just sitting over there on the bench. I think that's a really interesting decision. And after that, after that play, he got subbed out for Ferguson. So I think that was when he realized it. But it's like, well, there was like three minutes there where I, I think maybe Ferguson would have been the better call. Yeah, I think Ferguson, I might have mentioned this in the weekly, but I've I've noticed that too, where Ferguson isn't in the game later. And I thought at one point Felton mm-hmm. was in for him. And I think we might have, I don't know if that was actually true or not. But yeah, I think like he, I mean, I kind of see why Schroeder's in there because like he's having these games like we saw yesterday where where uh, he scores like an ep- epic amount of sh- points in like five minutes. I think he had like 14 in the fourth quarter last game. So I don't know, like uh, it kind of makes sense for an offensive standpoint because he can bring so much, even though Paul is on the court. And I mean, even if you look at the stats tonight, Paul wasn't on his game aside from that last second shot. Um, mm-hmm. He was missing a lot. His, I think he ended up like shooting three of or four of 11 or something like that from three. So, I mean, he wasn't great. Um, so, you know, if he, if he's not on his game, it's nice to have somebody else that can be like a playmaker and a shot maker. So I can kind of see where he's coming from. Yeah. I, uh, it makes a lot of, a ton of sense to me to have shooter out there when only one of, uh, Westbrook or George is out there. But then when you're in crunch time and it's both of them and him, uh, he's just not going to get the ball. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, put a defender in. Or, I kind of well, especially against the Rockets because the Rockets right. love to abuse switches. They like yeah. they hunt them, right? And yeah. then he just ended up on Harden every time they wanted it, and it's just not going to work. Yeah. Which, and by also, the way, I was, oh, sorry, I was just Go gonna ahead. say. By the way, anytime Stephen Adams got switched on James Harden, like you could literally like figuratively see Harden lick his chops. Yeah, the they Adams had the, the help. Yeah, I mean, he actually played pretty good defense on him, though. Yeah, yeah, he did pretty good. The Thunder definitely brought help on the drive, though, yeah. each time. They, yeah, they brought always, to the block. Whenever they I'd see the Adams-Harden matchup, I would always watch the, like, two players on the baseline to be like, all right, how close are they? Because you knew they had to be over Somebody there. Somebody came over, which is yeah. better, right? It's better than giving up a three, and it's better than... Right, you want them to drive there. Yeah, yeah so, but like even on the step backs, like he did a great job of contesting without fouling, which is right. hard for you know mm-hmm. a kind of clumsy big man to do. Yeah, you mean like somebody who would foul him on a three in the first quarter? <laughs> I was that gonna say of, that kind of clumsy big man. Oh yeah, <laughs> weren't you just talking about a great dunk earlier? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say he's clumsy. He's just over aggressive. Yeah, he's just he likes to get his plays yeah. in, his playmaking. And sometimes he just gets a little carried away. He's young. He's 25, I think. It's true. So so that makes four wins in a row for the Thunder. Woo! Heck 
Yes. Yeah, pretty outstanding com- considering where we were for a little bit after the All-Star break. We have one more game. We've already talked about how important that game is. Just got to get it. We just You just got to beat the Bucks, who are probably resting everybody. It's just Bucks. a must win. It's an yeah. absolutely must win. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to that one. That is tomorrow. 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 It's on the morrow. Top of the morning. Tomorrow. Good <laughs> <laughs> mate. So, yeah, I got to get that one. Looking forward to it. I think Thunder fans are kind of feeling a little bit more confident than they have recently. So, we're going to take a second to award our player of the game. Starting at card, 6 3 from UCLA. And yeah, that's going to go to Russell Westbrook, um, who just had a great game minus those two possessions near the end of the fourth quarter where he almost blew it and then totally redeemed himself (laughs) on that crazy three pointer. He ended up with 29 on 11 for 23 shooting, which is, you know, just an exceptional shooting night for Russ. That includes four of 10 from three point and three for three from the free throw line. Yeah. Staying clutch. And then, oh, by the way, 12 assists and 12, 12 rebounds and 10 assists. Just By the way, the 10th assist. Just toss those in. 10th assist was the game-winning shot. Sealed it up right then and there. The game-winning shot by player of the game, honorable mention, Paul George. Yeah. Paul Clifton Anthony George. The clutchest of clutch. He struggled a little bit, man. He was 9 for 25. He was 4 for 14 from 3. At one point, the announcer said he couldn't lift his arm above his head. He did. 27 points, including that super-duper clutch three-pointer in which he absolutely did lift his arm above his head (laughs) to win the game for the Thunder. And then he lifted it above his head when he was shouting out the crowd. His shoulders seemed to be okay. Nine rebounds, three assists, four steals. Really big steals, too. He had oh, some yeah. like crucial defensive plays down the stretch. So these are the best games where we can call Russell Westbrook the player of the game and then honorable mention our other superstar, Paul George, because it's just so good to have two of them. Yeah, I like it. It's good stuff. Great. It's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations, Russell Westbrook, and slightly less congratulations to <laughs> Paul George on your player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get I a bonus? <laughs> I'll be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. Yeah. It just feels wrong to slightly congratulate the guy that hit the game winner. That's what honorable, gonna, that's what honorable mentions are for. Get a slight congratulations. <laughs> do better next time. Yeah. Make two. So yeah, that was, I mean, just a huge win. Just a huge win for the Thunder. It, I was, we knew going in just how big this game was. We knew the implications it was going to have. And you have to believe that the Thunder players knew exactly the same things. And not only that, but the Rockets players knew too. Everybody knew. Everybody wanted this game. Playoff atmosphere, playoff intensity. Huge win against a really good team. It just feels good. It feels good to be back feeling pretty good about this team so feels good to feel good 
feels good to feel good, man. Feel good to feel good. Feel good. So you guys got anything else? Um, I'm so happy. Yeah, and I just want to say that even though I feel like crap, you sound like crap. (laughs) I sound like crap. I'm happy. I'm happy. Go to bed, man. (laughs) Yeah. Take like uh, a million. Take like a million Tylenols too. No, I don't, don't, I don't, do, don't do that. Like half of that. Take a take the recommended dosage of Tylenol, man. Just take a handful and like throw it in your mouth, and whatever lands in there is what you take. No, I man, I, I don't do medicine. I'm just what? Yeah, <laughs> you don't believe in it? Is that? Well, no, that, that, explains, that explains why you're sick. <laughs> you don't do medicine. No, like I I get I get sick like once, maybe twice a year. Um, but no, I just don't take medicine just because like I hate it. Just anti-medicine. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like a little kid when it comes to it. But you don't. I don't. I don't even know where to start with this. I, that's, that's we need really to break this down on another episode. <laughs> yeah. I, think this, I think that's. Links. I'm I quite think that's whole own links. episode. Yeah, we need to break this down very specifically because this is troubling news. All right. Well, Thunder fans, let's hope Dylan doesn't die. He might. Appreciate that. He doesn't believe in medicine. um, (laughs) Doesn't believe it. Which is a decision he's made. Uh, But (laughs) so, yeah, let's just all root for that. Let's all root for the Thunder to beat the Bucks. And let's let's just root for the Thunder in general. So thanks for listening. This has been the Topic Thunder podcast. You can find us at 4 p.m. Central Time on Mondays on Dash Radio on the Nothing But Net channel. You can find us on now that's thunderbasketball.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us at OKC Topic Thunder on Twitter, where we do live tweeting and the occasional giveaway. So check us out there uh, for some more good content. In the meantime, Thunder up. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.